When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Psychologists are beginning to worry that some youths are becoming spaced out on the space games. You can't get hooked on it. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here reporting direct from Gamescom 2022, wherever that's taking place. Adam Knox, <laughs> do you know... I believe it's in Germany, so I'm closer <laughs> to... Okay. Gamescom. We should have discussed this before booking flights. Um, although Good technically, Morgan Video Gaming. <laughs> I I I was gonna say that I'm in Europe, but I guess I'm not. I'm geographically in Europe. Um, yeah, I could actually hear them doing it. I could hear Jeff Keighley uh, be the most shameless man I've ever seen. <laughs> From here. Right, right. You don't need to be in the room. You just need to be in the same, roughly the same time zone. Yeah. You just kind of feel like you were really a part of it. I had it. I It popped up live and I wasn't able to watch it. And then I watched it right after being live. But those people still would have been there in the daytime here. <laughs> and Still counts. I, <laughs> I saw people noticing this, speaking of being in the daytime and in a different place. The place where I'm staying is right next to a school and they've got a big old-fashioned ding-a-ling-a-ling school bell like the type you'd ride in Tony Hawk um, okay. that has been getting <laughs> yeah, picked right. up in the in the recordings here. <laughs> and yeah, we did some something the out. other day. Yeah, we did something the other day and I didn't want to bring it. Maybe it was the um, last Patreon app. But that fucking bell goes for a long time. Man, and they how, do it like eight those different kids. times in the morning. I don't know what it is because we're recording in the morning and I... Yeah, I, true. I, Apparently, this school is known for being, and this is, I don't know anything about the school, and this is purely because we looked up Google reviews of the school, Okay, because we thought it would be funny. Uh, apparently, it's over being quite a racist school, so... Okay. okay. I don't know if the okay. bell. I, right. I don't know if the bell is trying to fucking calm people down and get them in there because they need to learn better. Mm, I don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, or it's you a just warning. noticed that the bell, the bell is going off like a kind of a half hour later than school normally finishes, and that's because they have a little like uh, extra like not being racist class at the end of the day. <laughs> that would they be just have started tacking that on. Would be a great idea for any and all schools. You guys have both <laughs> taken a very positive <laughs> angle on this racist school, where I've assumed <laughs> they're staggering exit times. I don't. We don't need to talk any more about it. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. But if you hear a big ding a ling a ling a ling a ling, uh, that is the nearby school with kids going to learn. Um, speaking of being in the UK, can I? I've got, I've got a a crazy plan that I don't okay. think I'm gonna do. 
but I kind of want to do. Okay. All right. Okay. Because I've been looking on a Facebook marketplace here. I'm a big like scroll through Facebook marketplace, look at the funny shit people are trying to get rid of. Sometimes you see mm. a nice lamp. Mm-hmm. And oh, because it's geo. Like, is it? It's just showing up. Like, yeah. Okay, that is a good way of getting a vibe for the area that you're in. <laughs> You've got traveling. it. It's yeah, uh, it, beautiful. It, it knows where I am, and it's showing me things relevant to my interests that exist here in the UK, including the option to buy from a fair few different people uh, still in box Steam decks. Oh, okay. You and have yeah, made me feel our interest. <laughs> it's the old-fashioned, back in the day, go to a different country and they'd have different video game things. Yeah. There. Yeah. Because where can you in the world get... Because I'm going to Singapore in a couple of weeks. Fuck, is that going to be an option there? Probably not. I can't remember. I think they started announcing some places in Asia would get mm. Steam Decks soon. I feel like I remember Fuck. seeing that, including maybe Japan was in it. I don't really yeah. remember. Maybe Korea. Yeah, that's a good tip. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out when I'm yeah when I'm in uh, when I'm in Singapore. So or you know, all of yep. these places would involve a trip. But okay, on the Monday I leave on the Tuesday. On the Monday before, I've got some time during that day that I think will be free. So <laughs> do I. Oh. Right before my flight, try and get a bus to and from somewhere else in the UK or a train or whatever I need to get mm-hmm. <laughs> and spend yeah, 500 I mean, fucking What kind of travel time are we deck. looking at? Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you release the names of any of these locations? No one's going to find you there, hopefully. Well, this one's too far away. This one's in Nottingham. So okay. Edinburgh okay. to Nottingham, if I was doing public transport, is... <laughs> A five-hour trip. Oof. Okay. All right. right. There's no way of oh, because you're flying out of Edinburgh. I am. I could maybe move my flight to to Heathrow or something. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Now we are talking. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. That's much more rational. (laughs) I feel like if I'm calling up Air Lingus, who I'm flying, (laughs) excuse me, with, and I say, pardon, Air, Air Lingus. Don't worry about the planes going down. That airline in your life. (laughs) 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 Uh, Wow, that's a real uh, that's a real airline. Where are they based? Ireland. Oh, yeah, Ireland. Wow, wow, wow. A E R. Fucking hell. Okay, I'm on board with this. Uh, So yeah, Air Lingus will hopefully be accommodating when they ask the reason for delaying the flight if I say Steam Deck. <laughs> yep, yep. And hey, then you got a gamer on the line there. They would definitely, <laughs> they honestly, genuinely would get it. I'm from Australia mm. and I need to get a Steam Deck. Their phone, Rather like, say no more. yeah, Gamer Cole coming through, their phone starts ringing in <laughs> RGB <laughs> and it does that racist school bell probably <laughs> for a gamer to call through. But then, like, I... I <sighs> I'm fucking real tempted, dude. You know what I would love for this journey to involve? So you you get the flight moved to Heathrow and you're not um you don't you're not doing this. You don't know where you're stopping on the way. You get the train Edinburgh to London and then every new town that you're passing through as you're getting close and Ooh. you're in this sort of geographic area, then you're getting on Facebook Marketplace and just quickly scanning mm. and then once once you get a nibble, you're just like off at the next stop. Like So you're Damn. mid-train trip trying to line this up in towns that you're passing through. That would give it an extra air of just anticipation and excitement <laughs> that I think would be really great. There's one in a place called Hamilton, Scotland. 
which is Ooh, near okay. Glasgow, which is not too far away from Edinburgh. I mean, it's like yeah. you know, nowhere's that far away from each other if you're coming here from Australia. Okay, um, Hamilton. God damn. Surprising to me that there's just none in Edinburgh or even like, because how far away is like Glasgow? Glasgow is, I think, like a couple hour train doable trip. in a day. Mm. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah, I mean, I guess it's pretty new. They I mean, are new. Not really flogging them yet. Most of these ones seem to be like kind of sealed in box things or like used once. So it seems to be people who've kind of jumped on that pre-order and then gone, you know what? I don't actually fucking need this thing. And I can't yeah. imagine the feeling of going to a lot of effort to get one of these and then going, why did I bother doing this? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, something you I have mean, to live. How, cause, <laughs> how far away do we think we are from? Getting any chance of a little nibble over here? There's still n- absolutely knows. no sign of that happening whatsoever. So, like, I, I reckon. Be, I mean, I wouldn't mind betting that it's a year until we're getting our hands on them. I right. think. I think they said end of 22, 2022 is the goal worldwide. That doesn't right. mean that's right. what they stick to, but yeah, uh, that I they've said that definitely because I've just been looking this stuff up. Um, so if you trust. If you trust Valve, and I know you are a big fan of theirs, Knox, um, you might be able to get it within four or five months. I mean, if I go on this trip, it will certainly get launched in Australia September 1st. Yes. Yes, very true. Yes. Very, very Good true. Good motivation for doing it. <laughs> yeah. All the listeners want you to take this bullet. And then I'll have to order a second one so that I can get the Australian charger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it's very funny, like on the on the sort of packaging for these, because most of them are still in their sort of packaging. Mm. The, it lists the contents of what's included. The contents are case, one, and video game machine, one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Just that's one. everything you need. Yeah. I love okay. a video game machine. Yeah. So I don't know. I probably won't do it, but if um, we're we're recording like the day after I get home, I get home in the evening, and mm. I think we're recording like the next day. Oh, Imagine if I had a, a flight's surprise. worth of Steam Deck Absolutely. to talk about. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Well, I uh, I recently went on a long journey to pick up a uh, video game console. <laughs> um, I yeah. went on a a getaway with my girlfriend uh, for two days. Stayed in an Airbnb and um, got home and realised I'd left my Switch there in the Airbnb. Um, we were going out <laughs> one day and my girlfriend, I saw my girlfriend put her laptop in the like um, in the little bedside cabinet next to her side of the bed and I thought, ah, oh, maybe I'll do that with my Switch as well just for, so I don't know who I thought was going to break into this secluded cabin in the middle of the woods and take the Nintendo Switch, but <laughs> did it, then did just forgot it was in there, drove home and went, ah, oh, that... Fuck, that's right. Like, this is two days later. Can I say... And because my girl... Yeah. Sorry, just in terms of someone stealing the Switch there, I think you were pretty safe just to leave it out because if I was like a sneaky criminal walking around all these lovers' woods, these holiday cabins, creeping Mm. around, I'd be like, don't bother looking in there. There ain't no way some dork's bringing his Switch to a holiday (laughs) with his girlfriend. friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I did bring it, but I didn't, you know, I didn't use it at all, which is, you know, which um, is, is... you know, sort of part of the problem of why I left it there. Right. That's testament so, to it being a good weekend with your partner, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, realised this about two days later, and because my girlfriend had booked it on her Airbnb account, I go, oh, sorry, can you can you email them and just ask them if they found it? And then the next day she was at work and she got the reply and she forwarded the reply email to me, which was absolutely brutal because she's just rep- replied to the like the booking confirmation. So what I get says this, re, booking confirmed at 
Romantic Cabin. Hi, yes, we found your boyfriend's Nintendo Switch. Just <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking worst bit of text that's ever come, you know, in one little block on my uh, on my phone screen. So then, yeah, had to. So then I, um, they were like, "Oh, we can, we can, you can come and get it, or we can post it to you." And the place is like an hour and fifteen minutes out of the city. You know, mm. for a bit, I was like, "Ah." Oh, uh, maybe I'll get them to post it, and then I just went up. Ah, who knows what's going to go? It's something could go wrong with that. Yeah, pr- you know what? My girlfriend was like, you know what? If you take a drive out there, I'll come with you. We can get lunch in the area. It's a beautiful part of the world. I Let's I know a great Airbnb. Like we, we can stay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a free switch the last time so, I stayed there. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm like, yeah, look, let's do it. Let's drive out. This is pretty late at night that we decide this. So I text, I write back and I go, look, yeah, cool. We'll come down tomorrow and get it. hope that's okay. And then I go to bed saying to my girlfriend, like, we'll just get up. We'll kind of, you know, let's get some stuff done that we need to do around the house and then maybe head off around lunchtime. I wake up to a message back from the Airbnb going, yeah, no worries. That suits to come down and get it today. Um, We've just left it on the bench outside the Airbnb. (laughs) So all of a sudden, and it's like pissing with rain. So all of a sudden I'm like waking up my girlfriend going, we got to go right now. (laughs) We got to fucking hit the road at 9 a.m. Fuck. So, yeah, it's it's back. It's safe. Um, but we were laughing, going like, "How fucking good would it be if we if I just turn it back on and there's just like a whole new island on my Animal Crossing? Like that truly <laughs> would be like a great prank if they've just somehow they've just there's, a, there's just like a Xenoblade three save file that's just like <laughs> fuck they've a hundred percent of the game. Yeah, that's, the, that's like, impressive. The little brother new Pokemon save that's overwritten your one. Yes. Yep. 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 That would have been, uh, yeah, that would have been great. But uh, yeah, well, tell you what, stressful, stressful couple of days. But my, uh, but my precious cargo is, uh, is, is back in my hands. So that could be you, Adam. Maybe find like a beautiful Airbnb <laughs> that's selling a Steam Deck. <laughs> Coincidentally, oh. that you can go and stay out for the night before you now fly. There's an idea, man. There's a fair <laughs> few of them over here. Everyone's selling their Steam Decks. I don't know if this is. Hmm means something i wonder because they're not i i can't tell i'm still bad at like um doing the exchange rate in my head but it's about mm, double right how do you remember how much a steam deck was going for what the price of those i think it i think a decent sized hard drive was going to be like a grand or something right at least yeah okay so they're oh. being sold at like retail price so it's not like this is um for the most part, sort of, uh, what do you call them? Scalpers coming out yeah, here right. and trying to gouge yeah. people. I think it's hard to tell though because all that's out there is like the US and UK. So there's yeah. no, you know what I mean? Because they still haven't announced what's happening with it here. The there's only like estimates of what you know the pricing here would kind of be based on exchange rates, right? Mm. But I yeah, I think it was roughly. It seems like it's mostly just people not being into it. Like this description someone's written, selling a brand new Steam Deck. I've opened it, switched it on, installed games in use for two hours, but it's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... What did you think it was going to be like? Exactly. It's a portable PC, like... Yeah, exactly, like... You didn't go out that day, so you didn't see the use for it? He says, yeah. he says um, the games I enjoy playing on it most were indie games I already have on Switch. <laughs> it's vibe, vibe. 
it's also quite hefty well, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just not a gamer anymore. Whoa. <laughs> this gets fucking existential wow. by the end. This is the one this is the one you gotta buy. You gotta go and yes. make this guy yeah. fucking yeah. pick his brain. A bit yeah, a little more. interview. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we'll have nothing in common. <laughs> Oh, wow, yeah. He's also selling, like, RAM. <laughs> he's getting rid of everything. Wow. Man. His he's life just, on the he's lawn. He's out. He's full. This world, he's man. Out. I mean, maybe maybe you shouldn't get a Steam Deck, Adam, because this, who knows? I mean, yeah. it, it seems like all of us are just potentially one Steam Deck away <laughs> from giving up gaming for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Middlesbrough. This one's in Middlesbrough. I could get okay. there. I could yeah. get to Middlesbrough. All right. Just it's in only the, in the middle. Well, hey, um, in the little another another quick uh, another quick yarn about a uh, a long journey to a magical place. Oh uh, yes. Uh, ben and Ben and I hit the road the other day and went out to um, Scoresby in Victoria to <laughs> Nintendo headquarters for a little hands-on with Splatoon three. <laughs> Nintendo invited us out there to the most uh, magical place in the world. <laughs> Scoresby, beautiful oh, Scoresby. I, every time I've been out there to Nintendo, I I truly cannot believe that that's where the offices are. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's bleak stuff. It's an entire <laughs> suburb that's an industrial park, basically. Right. For anyone who doesn't yeah. know Scoresby, yeah. it's magical. Yeah. Come with me, and you'll be in a world that's fucking warehouses. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I had a um, I I had come straight from something else and hadn't had the time to have lunch, so I ate Hungry Jacks in a car park across the street. Um, <laughs> had just enough time to get it in and. Uh, just because I could do it, I didn't stop to think whether I should do it. So I turned up just sweating and just still digesting Fuck. Um, a double, an ultimate double whopper that I'd had. But uh, yeah, we got to spend about an hour and f- an hour and 15, 20 minutes or so playing mm. uh, through Splatoon 3, uh, the single player mode, the turf war and the salmon run. Uh, and we got to, we were allowed to record footage uh, from it, and then the three of us commentated that footage. So if you get on our YouTube, you can check that out now. Um, and yeah, we're one of the few. They were saying that not many uh, Nintendos around the world were able to hold those kinds of events. So mm. yeah, we're one of the um, few outlets to have uh, this early footage up. So go and check that out on the YouTube if you want to see a little bit of uh, what Splatoon 3 looks like. Yeah, yeah. You can see uh, how well we did against the editor of Kotaku Australia and how badly <laughs> we did against all the employees of Nintendo. But it was, uh, yeah, it was very cool. <laughs> and that Kotaku guy, genuinely like that morning, like an hour or so before we'd headed out there, I had read his review, Shit Canning Saints Row. Oh, yeah. And I... Like, I genuinely got, like, weirdly starstruck. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the guy I was just reading laying into that game that sounds really shit. <laughs> Good one, oh. brother. Oh. Um, yeah, but uh, that was really fun, and please do check out the Splatoon 3 preview that we have on YouTube. Uh, I also read that review of Saints Row and several other reviews. It doesn't sound like a good game. It's getting slammed. I think it's the yeah. reason why when none of us are talking about Saints Row and and our experiences playing it this week, it does seem like it'll just be... I feel like out of the three of us, you've got maybe the most chance of having it click with you, Ben, just because like Mm. those like some people... Lots of 7 out of 10s kind of open world games, like Mad Max and stuff, can sometimes hit a little harder with you than with some other people. But it seems like this one, like, I don't know, man, it's, it's a real disaster look. Yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff saying it feels very like 
it just a couple of gens ago it's very like lazy and pedestrian in its um in the in what it's doing with the open world genre nothing we haven't seen a million times and really no reason to engage with it which is disappointing because i was i'd never played the franchise before i was looking forward to you know because this is like a bit of a a relaunch i was i was looking forward to you know going in and having this be my first one but i just don't think i can do it i just don't think i've got the patience for a for a what seems like a very uninteresting game that you know not a ton of care or creativity has been put into mm. right. that is going to waste a lot of my time those open world games especially take you know such a long time to really let you do what you're doing and i yeah i just i just don't think i can do it almost a sense of relief at at <laughs> no one seeming to be interested in this game because i kind of right. already wasn't interested but would have come back and played it if it was something that people were talking about, you know. Mm, so it's mm, kind of yeah. nice to just be <laughs> let off the hook. Yep. Yeah. We all got look, a little sorry, get, out, there are get some out of jail who, free uh, card. I know there are people who are uh, kind, you know, really who kind of hang out for our word on stuff, and that's very nice and very flattering. But I really think, like, yeah, just. You know, unless you're a real open world, you play all of them, you just love the fucking being in a car, driving around, getting your guns. Like, you're probably just playing it anyway. I don't think there's really, at this point, Mm. there's many people to be, like, you know, won over. I don't mm. think it's, one. it's still our word on something. If 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 Roger Ebert had written a review that was like, I'm not going to go see Made in Manhattan or whatever, yeah. then that's still a review. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you like rom-coms, go see it. Fucking knock yourself out. But me, right. I'm not even partaking. Right. Were um, you not sick by the time at Watch Dogs 3 ended? Because if you weren't, then maybe you'll have it in you for this. But I don't know. I've seen a lot of people, yeah. especially patrons, be like, hey, if it comes out on Game Pass, and I guess a lot of YouTube comments as well, because I, you know, did have a look. That's not a ringing endorsement. So I don't know if people are even going to go in if you were like a someone who's on the fence about it. Um, having said that, I will play it if it comes to Game Pass. Same, um, yeah. And yeah, if it's yeah. like sort yeah. of $15 or whatever on sale, I reckon right. that would be the point where I'd be like, you know what, I want to see what this is but right now i don't have time to play something as as time wasting as saints row because i've got a remake of the last of us one to get playing oh <laughs> i mean in, look in a week it looks great oh, i, I can't i yeah. still yeah it's crazy that it's out so soon but i guess it's you know it's just a an upscaled re re-engined version but um yeah, it looks great. It it's obviously Naughty Dog put a heap of care into everything they do, including their remasters and their remakes and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, I think we talked about this on the the bonus. I'm kind of more interested in the uh, the TV show, if anything. That's that's sort yeah. of the thing mm. that because there was the the little teaser bit of the 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 Last of Us trailer that yeah we talked about mm. on the bonus that was in like the HBO. Here's what's coming stuff. And then this got a um, the last the the remake got a little launch trailer is the reason it was front of mind and mm. yeah it looks fantastic but uh, as in visually but like it, it is weird that it's not coming out at the same time as the show I get mm. maybe separating them because but they're the same thing it's the same story it really looks yeah. like with the TV show so and I kind of thought that's why it existed in the first place right. was mm. to be kind of packaged alongside that like get you know get a bit of renewed interest in it because the mm. show's still ages away right the show's not out this year is it it's 2023 i think so like so February or something mm. yeah strange yeah but um 
It's looking good. It, hey, look, I genuinely hey. am going to play it. It's been long enough that <laughs> I think I could replay The Last of Us. I kind of want to do the thing of go like maybe trying to suggest to my girlfriend, like, hey, do you want to sit down and maybe watch this game with me? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of doing the same thing, and I'm looking forward to both of us being told no. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that wasn't the only trailer, though, was it? No, there was also a trailer for the DualSense Edge while we we're on PlayStation oh, yeah. shit. Um, yes. So, I, what is this shit? It's like you can customize the button inputs. You can save, like, yeah, control profiles. Um, I assume it's... What else is going on? It's got to have some other, like, little special, special functions. You've got... So it's basically... It's the same as um, idea as the Xbox Elite controller where... Mm. You, yeah, customizability is the whole thing where you can do the same features as, as that controller where there are three different sort of levels you can set the trigger to so they can have a short throw for like a shooter or whatever where it's just a digital binary yes or no input. But mm-hmm. the the vibration features still work in the, like the resistance things right. in those triggers still work. You can swap out the joysticks completely. They come out as little modules, which is actually kind of cool. I mean, this thing will end up being so expensive that it may not make sense anyway, but stick drift Mm. is a big thing on all controllers now, and that will be easier to swap out, literally just buy a new little tiny joystick module if they sell those. And then you Mm. can swap out for like a concave or a convex or a different height and whatever, I assume. I don't think they've shown all of that. Sticks, that's what you can do in the Elite Controller. Reprogram these buttons and then there's a couple of little back paddles too that you can assign to be in different face buttons. Right, right. So yeah, there's extra buttons. I mean, I okay. Kind of yeah, extra buttons. I love the But they 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 only get used as the existing buttons. That's always been my problem with those paddles is that right. you can never right. make yeah. it a new thing. It's just like this one circle but on the back now. Right, right, right. Which for a lot of games where you have kind of like sloppy kind of inventory management and like I remember Psychonauts was a big one where you had like your sort of secondary abilities, but you had to constantly keep going into a menu right. to assign different ones because you had so many of them to pick from and like having to only be able to pick three from a, at a time or whatever and assign them to like the three different buttons. Mm. If in something like that, you genuinely could go like, okay, well, you have eight more buttons to play with. So it's confusing, but if you want to, you can have them all mapped to different buttons at the same time. But yeah, I love the Xbox Elite controller. Like it feels it feels great. Like but the main thing I like about it is just the weight of it and it feels mm. more kind of durable and comfortable than just the the straight up out of the box Xbox controller I had that just felt kind of like a bit hollow and plastic. And the the uh the DualSense already already feels like a, a pro controller. Like it right. doesn't, you know what I mean? I don't have that pro, uh, that problem with the DualSense. So I don't, I personally don't feel the, the need to, to make this upgrade, especially when the, the bulk of what they're adding is, yeah, these buttons that you, you sort of got to show me what the practical usage of them is. Otherwise it just, yeah, I don't, I don't quite get the, I don't quite get the, the point. It's, it yeah, it is a lot uh, more focused on people who are playing stuff a little more competitively, it feels like. But mm. then at the same mm. time, if you're playing stuff competitively, you're probably not even playing it on a controller, ultimately. Yeah. Most people don't yeah. seem to. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it it's a weird one. And the things that it 
says it's for don't like uh an example would be you could put the roll button on one of the paddles at the back of the controller in elden ring and right. then you could keep your finger on the stick to move the camera around while still being able to roll stuff like that is um cool conceptually but in you trying to use the paddles on the the xbox version i'm not trained up to do that for the same 30 year period yeah. that i've been trained to use the regular button so it mm. ends up being mechanically easier for me to just move my thumb than to remember that my middle finger now does something or my ring finger does something now so right um, yeah yeah functionally i don't know how useful this stuff is to most people but it, it is a very specific thing for people who really want that like if if you if you have different shaped hands or I, I don't know if it's that helpful in an accessibility way versus any of those other controllers like Microsoft has made because you know you can oh, yeah. adjust the height of the sticks a bit but not enough that for most people it would probably bridge that gap that they might need bridged. Yep. 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 They remind me of um the uh like in the in the NES and SNES and Mega Drive era, those like third party controllers you could get where you just would have like it would have a button that you could hold down that was just like, it would kind of override whether or not you could do an action in a game repeatedly. Those switches so like, on the turbo button things, like yeah. the little turbo, yeah. the turbo yes. buttons. Turbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, look, Mario's jumping again and again and again. <laughs> it's like I've hacked the game. <laughs> like other than just like novelty stuff, I can't like it. Just like because it just reminds me of that in my head. It's like, yeah, yeah, right. cool. When's the when's the PS5 game genie coming out? Like, let's. <laughs> Let's go let's go all in on the stuff from that era. Get the action replay rammed into the disk drive. Let's party. Oh yes. Uh, um, yeah, it, um, but you, people probably know if they want that like me who is going to stupidly convince myself that <laughs> oh, maybe this time I'll be the better gamer. It's a luxury item and that's why if your job is a, is to play games, you can get a luxury controller. I love luxury. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I live my life by the by the Lux commandments. Um, <laughs> few games, few games got announced and shown off uh, in the past twenty four hours. In what was apparently yep. just opening night of Gamescom, I don't know how long this 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 little cunny goes for, but um, there's already been like fifty games featured in it. Yeah. I believe it works like opening night is sort of the show, and then there's a floor space open. Uh, for the right, rest, like right, a PAX or right. whatever, where it's uh, it's now sort of an exhibition. With um, I'm actually looking right now at some photos of the show floor from uh, that someone has just posted 30 minutes ago in our Facebook okay. group on Patreon. Oh, sick! Oh, cool. So um, you can go over and have a look at those if you're in there, because oh yeah, it's huh. looking pretty cool. This is old fashioned E3 booth proper shit. That's exactly yeah. That's what I was thinking. This is this is your E three sort of thing. But I mean, because E three was just for for developers and industry people initially, wasn't it? Um, uh, I think so. Yeah, at first, and then obviously morphed and morphed and morphed, and now died. I think. <laughs> but yeah, wow. These are some sick photos. You got your Sonic Frontiers. You got your oh yep. Which, so many games that we're going to talk about. Oh, Alone in the Dark is there, which I don't think was featured in the the opening night thing. No, true. Yeah, I Sonic. I think this trailer was in the Gamescom thing with the announcement of the date. Is that right, or was that a separate trailer? Either way, that trailer showed up. I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's November the what is it the eighth? Yeah, or something like that. That sounds Early right. November. Yeah. Um, I mean, this trailer looks at 
looks better. I don't know why th- this wasn't like the the lead. I totally you know I mean? agree. Yeah, all the yeah. the fact that it showed off different environments and more combat and like going into little two D modes. I yeah, I thought this if they'd led with this, I'd be like, oh, I think this looks like it might be a good Sonic game. Right. Yeah. Totally. If this had been the first thing and they were like, and by the way, it's out in November, this would have been mm. fucking exciting as hell. Yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah. But instead, yeah, they had the, so, the weird gameplay focused ones with like no enemies and just walking around slowly on the spot. But um, uh, look, we've look, let's let's, you know, um, reveal our hand. We're going to go through this Kotaku article that lists basically everything that was revealed on opening night. Um, we didn't yep. make our own list. We're sorry. Yep. We'll make it up to you but by, look, you know, giving you a good podcast. You guys made now best friends with the uh, editor from Kotaku as well. You, you exactly know, yeah. said hello to him with your I whopper feel breath. Like, uh, yep. <laughs> I feel like now that we've played uh, competitively with the editor against the uh, the boffins in at Nintendo, <laughs> yep. I feel like that, you know, I feel very like bonded to Kotaku now. Yeah. And we had one of their writers on last week. You know, I feel like this is practically our workplace that we're <laughs> cribbing from right now. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Walking behind the bar at like a, a Krispy Kreme grabbing donuts, being like, what? I come here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's heaps of games. Uh, again, that we've discussed uh, previously, due largely to the fact that uh, Ron Gilbert, the creator, got so sad about the response that he refused to do any more press. Return mm. to Monkey Island. Yep. Uh, I watched this trailer before. I don't know if you had time to, Tommy. And yeah, Nox, I know you watched the show. I thought that the... I was more okay with the visuals, I guess probably because we'd been prepared. Mm. But I didn't think yep. it was very funny, which is a big part of these games. It was pretty weird, right? Because they have the the guy Stan, who's from other games. He's like this salesman, a used car salesman for ships. And yep. half of it is him going like, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I don't even think making a joke. Then the second half is this big gambit on a horse armor joke, yeah. which is like, that is a 16-year-old joke now. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was funny to poke fun at them for that, for, at Bethesda for that, but... He, uh, you could have got mostly through high school since that, you know, that's, right. yeah, I don't know. There it was a little tired. born on the release day of the Horse Armor DLC who are now allowed to drive. Yeah. <laughs> if, if a that's... kid's old enough to drive, making a joke about that is jive. That's the rule, how you can remember it. That's... And that kind of joke about... is timeless. That's the beautiful <laughs> thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no question, people will still be ripping that one out in twenty years' time. <laughs> Absolutely, like, yeah, that's, that's but, in the pantheon now. Yeah. Um, did well, you, it's more yeah, of a saying you... than a joke. But it's a funny <laughs> saying. <laughs> yeah. did, did you have a chance well, to hey, check this out, Tommy? Yeah, I again, I, I, it's, it's all sort of lost on me because I'm, I don't have that um, attachment to, you know, mm. I, I've, I've played a little bit of the uh, first one, which I talked about recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of. Yeah, I, I don't feel one way or the other about this. If it comes out and people are really into it, and if I get the word that you can, you know, if it seems like one that you can dip in on as a as a newbie to the series and still enjoy, um, I hope they, you know, I, it would be cool to play one of these games that's got a bit more of like a modern sensibility and not so much of the kind of like 
point-and-click frustration that exists when you try and play one of those games now, like the very obtuse kind of puzzle solving um, is kind of the thing I'm most interested in about it, like that being a bit updated because those kinds of games don't really get made as much anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested, but I'm not yeah, I, I'm not. This hasn't like you know won me over all the way on the yeah on the Monkey Island. I don't franchise. I don't know if the sensibility will be that modern if the jokes they're using are from 16 years ago. Right, absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think this will be, and they'll be. It's I think the title is Return to Monkey Island, right? So yep. I think they're really looking to uh, recapture the olden days People feel. So to. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, hey, if you guys are um, if you guys like bad jokes, well then, have I got the game for you? <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. New tales from the Borderlands. So, is this another Telltale game or yes. Telltale style? Yeah. This is, I suppose, Gearbox um, as well, but it is a sequel to that Telltale game, mm. uh, which is post the death and revival of Telltale. So I, I don't quite understand what the 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 journey from there to now is, but either way, mm. it is a, a sequel to Tales from the Borderlands. A, a, a few different Telltale ones at this um, particular yeah. show as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they um, had this, and I know we're skipping ahead, but I guess like maybe link link a couple of these together. They had the, the Expanse as well, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um uh, which yeah is odd because like that's a six season TV show or something and it's based on books and I assume a lot of the story has been out there and consumed by the fans already. So I don't know if this is new stuff, if they've worked with the author, but uh, I believe that that is yes? the case. I think it is a prequel. Um, oh, so it is like a different story. Okay, that makes a lot of sense then. And I've I've tried to watch the show. It's I think it probably picks up a little bit as it goes. Um, and he's kind of a bit overwhelming at the start. There's a lot of people and factions and alternate history and stuff to, to figure out. But um, mm. I've always meant to. People people seem really hot on it. Like people who are, you know, Battlestar Galactica and Firefly fans and stuff. Um, right. I'm, I'm And I, you know, I like a good Telltale game. So, I, I yeah, I, I'm pretty curious to check the, uh, the Expanse one out. Not so much on the Borderlands, though. It's funny that, yeah, the Borderlands, like I've played multiple Borderlands games, I haven't played the first one of these, but it having a sequel to Tales of the Borderlands, which you already need to have liked Borderlands enough to play Tales from the Borderlands <laughs> and now mm-hmm. have this second sequel, it seems less simple to penetrate than one that is about a show I have never seen, do not know. <laughs> but like the fact that it's a prequel means I could probably jump in. So the Expanse one for yeah. me too, yeah, way more interesting. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, space, got, uh... space Flight... Homeworld 3. Homeworld 3. Yeah. Uh, I liked the little blurb. Uh, Everyone has been shivering in anticipation for Homeworld 3. Uh, It feels a bit weird. (laughs) My body has been shaking nonstop since, for some reason, they've picked the year 2019. I guess that's when it was announced. But Mm -hmm. I've been shivering in anticipation since, what, Homeworld 2 in 2003 or so. I've been, I might have a serious medical disorder. You've been quivering and shivering. <laughs> uh, it's just it's too evocative. Um, but I don't know. I've never played any of these games, but they're like large-scale space combat strategy kind of things, which yeah. um, it, it it looks good. And this, yeah, this uh, series has a great reputation. Uh, 
They're very Maybe cool. I'll They're play sort this. of like uh, three dimensional too, which is like an mm. uh, an interesting point of difference from other sort of RTS games. And this type of strategy game just doesn't get made much anymore. So yeah. first half of twenty twenty three that one is, and yeah, I think it could be cool. They made that one that was like a on land. I forget what it's called. It was like the deserts of Karak or something like that. that really. Was a, Homeworld side game prequel or something, but uh, I, I, I never touched that one. You know what I did touch? Dead Island. <laughs> I gave it a really good touch up. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. It it I remember it came out with that uh, hugely viral um, trailer. The I think it was like a reverse slow mo trailer set to music. That's um, right. And it was yeah, like an open world first person. Zombie killing game, sort of in your veins of of a of a of a Fallout, but with zombies. Um, I, I really I enjoyed it. It was apparently very buggy though. Um, yeah. Uh, which I yeah I, I just I I guess I didn't come up against. But hey, they're back with Dead Island two. So yeah, it's it's weird because Dead Island two has been hovering around as an idea for years and years and years. And the team who made Dead Island are Techland, who went on to do Dying Light and Dying Light 2. Right. So right. The, uh, the Dead Island people have gone and done a couple more Dead Islands, and mm. this Dead Island 2 group is just a different load of people, is my understanding of it. And yeah, it's set in LA, which makes the name Dead Island entirely redundant. Yeah. Call, yeah. It, call it Dead LA or, or something like that. Yeah, they've got a um a little byline that is see you in hell a. So oh they fulfilled yeah. your request there, Ben. <laughs> I <think. laughs> yeah, I can't. I literally, I'm not allowed to be annoyed. <laughs> um, but I don't know. This looks all right. Like it looks like a yeah. bit of fun. Um, I didn't get hugely into Dying Light two. Um, no. it just didn't have the personality. I feel like, and. I mean, they're at least trying to fill this game with personality, which could be good, could be bad. Um, but I'll, I reckon I will definitely give it a try. I'll, I'll say that much. Same, I think. And if you like personality, that could be what the large, weird capital P in the title Lies of P stands for. Oh, Well, man. I was going to say, I'm definitely going to play Dead Island 2. That was okay, my so, nose getting bigger. Yeah, Tommy's oh. mimes. That was my nose Tommy's getting his bigger. Pinocchio nose. The nose got really big. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, can, let's edit in a boop noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll screenshot. Oh, no, I was, haven't been recording the video. We'll, you, I'll just take a photo of you later, Tommy, doing that. In mo- okay. yeah, I'll pop Great. that in as the image. Great. Yeah, because Fucking- Lies of P, I don't know if I wasn't paying close enough attention here or if it's just different enough that it didn't, it wasn't obvious, but it's a fucking Pinocchio game Yeah, that is like set yeah. in a gothic kind of bloodborne version of uh, some whatever world Pinocchio takes place in, I guess just Earth. Italy, yeah. right? The original yeah. book wasn't like it's, you know, they're all Italian. I don't know, bloody Venice or somewhere. Um, cause what, so, cause also there's, aren't there two Pinocchio movies coming out at yeah. roughly the same time as well? There's yeah. like a Disney one that's them doing their classic thing. And then there's also just like another one that's like a, I think Guillermo hot, del Toro. kind of more in this. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. What? So just all of a sudden it's just like, oh, fucking Pinocchio fever is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. up in the globe. You haven't been yeah. reading about the Pinocchio sons? 
<laughs> it's not like it just People came can't out. People get enough of this little puppet. <laughs> it's like it's been copyright free for uh, like for for ages, right? Like it's yeah, right. It's been open right. op- uh, uh, royalty free since the fifties, but I I don't know. I, and this is so. This is the first game by the developer. It's a South Korean developer called Neo Wiz. Um, <laughs> it looks fucking good. It, it has does. the worst title. It, <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. worst title. It, I I think it may literally be like movies, games, not band names. They still have the worst name of anything in media and art. But lies of P. Lies of P. Lies of P. And like, yeah. don't bail out halfway through. I mean, it's not halfway. It's the first letter. But if you're gonna start writing Pinocchio. Right, chuck yep. the Inocchio on there. I reckon. Yeah, I'd love it if it was called Lies of Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's way right? better. It's a pr- it's a good title. Well, it makes you think. <laughs> maybe the title is is the title trademark by Disney. Maybe like they can't use the name or the title in the thing. But even just Lies of Puppet, just call him. <laughs> Just call him Puppet. No, yeah. Lies of Puppet sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lies if you of chuck puppet. the li- if you if you <laughs> the putting the the in there would work. Lies of the Puppet, or even the Puppet's Lies, or l- yeah, yeah. Puppet, naughty Puppet, Puppet Liar, naughty li- naughty little Puppet, Bad naughty puppet. little Puppet, naughty little, puppet. <laughs> naughty little Puppet goes rogue. But it's like yeah. little Puppet goes bananas. Yeah. It's a Dark yeah. Souls style game. You're behind the back. You got the same sort of UI. You play. They put mm. out like a long sort of ten minute gameplay trailer as well. You're fucking slicing up these like steampunk puppet guys. It's sick. Yeah, it looks good. It looks cool. It really does look good. The character design's fun. Like the clothing and fashion, the era they've picked is all good. Um, I'm, you know, I've been thrashing the From Software games this year, and give me another one with a bloody puppet in it. And hey, we all love Pinocchio. <laughs> there you go. Something nice. so funny about knowing nice. it's made by a, a South Korean developer. Like something very funny to me about a Korean company going like we have to make a game with the puppet. You know, it's like <laughs> you can do anything. <laughs> and you're getting, getting you're getting public domain puppet. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, it's launching I'm... it's launching on Game Pass. Oh great. And out of yeah. all of the things, cool. honestly, out of all of the Pinocchio adaptations that for some reason we're being swamped with. Mm. Um, this one is the most interesting to me. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So Definitely. If looking to ride that Pinocchio wave. Because Hanks, um, Hanks is Geppetto, right? In the Disney in the Disney one. Yes. And I'm a and bit off think, Hanks. Yeah. So the Guillermo del Toro one is like the it it I think it's just computer animated, but it looks in the style of stop motion. That's right. 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 That's right. Um, um, Blacktail, you guys got anything on this? Um, I, no. I don't really remember it, to be honest, and it looks vague. Like, the name I, is vague. It's something about witches. Yeah. It looks pretty. I, I, I did yeah. watch this earlier. I liked that, yeah, that mythology. Um, and it's like bow slash magic. That's your combat. So that could be, you know, forcing you into this version of ranged combat that isn't just guns, and, and it's not just a melee game, could be interesting. Um, the art style didn't didn't fully hook me. But, uh, yeah, it's an indie game. I'm willing to wait and see if this yeah. is good or not. You yep. know, it's kind of it like out. halfway storybook. It's about Baba Yaga. Um, mm. it, it looks okay, but nothing, nothing. Kind of reminds me of the look of that Kenner Bridge of Spirits game a little tiny bit. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, yeah. There was that and like a few a few pretty rapid... Like it was a lot of the same as these Jeff Keighley things always are of like mm-hmm. 90% of this is ads and then the other yeah. 10% is longer ads. But we got some shorter yep. ads for like... Uh, new expansions for things like Dying Light 2 and Destiny 2 and yep. uh, that Sonic Frontiers little bit. Yep. Um, some other stuff, Star Rail, Goat Simulator 3. I don't know if we have anything we want to necessarily say about those. Genshin Impact. I've still never played a Goat Simulator game and uh, I, I probably never will. <laughs> I'm going to no, say. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you're missing out on anything. And 3 is only the second one and they're saying it is a joke and... That first goat right. simulator just feels bad to play and is a bunch of kind of, I think, not up our alley comedy. Um, Gotham right. Knights, though, looked mm. way better in this showing than I th- have thought it's looked previous. There's been a couple of uh, trailers that came out before this as well that I yeah kept meaning to bring up and just forgot because they, yeah, they did some character stuff. Uh, Red Hood had a few like ga- uh, character trailers come out and, and, you know, there was gameplay. And it looks fun. Like, it looks like, mm. you know, um, fuck, what did it remind me of? Sort of like, you know, it's a lot of jumping Batman? and shooting guns. At- Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> no, it reminded me of, like, Max Payne or something. Because it's like he's got oh, his right. two guns jumping around in the air. Um, I agree. I-, I think this looks like a good game. I think I was always a bit more positive on it um, from the start, but... Uh, I'm into it. I'm, I'm, I, yeah. If yeah. it hadn't have been for having played Marvel's Avengers, I might not have thought quite as hard. But it looked like it had mm. that same, just like empty, bland kind of thing to it. But it's got a little more personality and a little bit more of those like good Arkham games blood seeming to flow through its veins now. Even though it's made by different people, yeah. this is the one yeah. that's set in that in the Arkham games world, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Arkham Studios' next one is set in a DC world, but a different one, which is still a bizarre decision. It's uh, crazy. So strange. Yeah. And it's out on October 21st. uh, Yeah, Yeah, it's coming out earlier. Uh, How much earlier? Four days earlier. (laughs) (laughs) That is is wild. (laughs) Bizarre. I assume... I wonder if that's (laughs) like a... Because so many games are doing that like... um, pre-order and you get to play early type of thing now i wonder if they kind of had that set up and then for business reasons decided not to do the pre-order thing for some reason Mm. yeah yeah kind of feels like something like that because fucking modern warfare 2 they said this week they will be chucking the campaign up a week early for people who've pre-ordered that game wow so yeah it's it's happening uh an awful lot and it does seem Uh to be a a, a thing that works to make people pre-order I wonder if something else is coming out on the 25th that they're trying to dodge. I'm not sure, but... Yeah. Who cares? That, but also, you, Better four for us. days isn't going to make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When's yeah. God of War out? Oh. November still? November? Something November, I think. God of War. So. Rag. But the further you can get away from the rag. The rag. The rag tag. Uh, November 9. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Another, you know, melee combat third-person story game, giving themselves as much, you know, clear air as possible, perhaps. That makes um, sense. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I'm into this, uh, and I'm glad that you guys are more into it, and that they've responded by bringing it out earlier. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that Speaking game. Of clear air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go on. No, go on. <laughs> no, yeah. Speaking of clear no, air. No, you go on, Tommy. You go on. 
uh, you know, June Awakening. You're in the desert. There's a lot of... <laughs> fucking lot of air. Ah. You know what? I saw a tweet promoting this. I believe it was a sponsored tweet that said, it's not a rude awakening. It's June Awakening. <laughs> From the developer. Now that's good. <laughs> now, that's, now that I'm that's, genuinely jealous of. That's the of. kind that's of good. humorous <laughs> saying that will will live forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, just so like... Tired, millenn- tired elder millennial yeah. at the end of their day, just like, it's not yeah. a rude awakening, it's a June awakening. <laughs> okay, i got to get the train. <laughs> like, um, It kind of put me off the game, honestly, but uh, what is this? Is this is a strategy game, right? No, this is a what uh, is open world survival RPG MMO or like action survival, like Rust or something like those is my impression. Oh, of fuck, game. that's right. Yeah, yeah okay. So- a June, they phrase it a June open world survival MMO, which video games are so stupid where you have to write something like that at the end of your trailer. Imagine like a <laughs> fucking trailer for, I don't know, the next Star Wars movie. Say like a sci-fi fantasy space <laughs> opera. Like it's... Yeah. Make it clear in your fucking trailer, maybe, instead of just having a CGI random guy looking at a fucking worm. Make yeah. the trailer, make show us yeah. what the game will be. Completely pointless trailer. Mm. Um, yes, I mean similar to this uh, Atlas Fallen trailer, which is the next thing on here. Just I a, mean, yeah, just a CGI rendered thing. Like. That's this one's even worse because it looks uh, like non-unique, completely indistinct. Um, right. Yeah. I, I yeah. Like I watched was, this um, one all the way through, and it just looked so like a hodgepodge of other games. I thought it was two different games than the one that it is during this trailer. I thought it was Forspoken, right. and then I thought it was that one that Epic were making that they, you know, showed the Unreal Engine 5 stuff right. in. I can't yep. remember if that... I think that is a game, and I don't remember what it was, but I don't think it's Atlas Falling because this is made by someone called Deck 13. Mm. Yep, yep. Yeah, not into this. Um, no. I, there's a there's a little one uh, uh, a bit earlier on that we we skipped over that I watched the trailer for the Outlast Trials. This is um f- like the you know Outlast is like a spooky atmospheric horror game, apparently really right. scary. Um, and this is like it looks like a co-op um, version of that where you're in like a saw situation, but it's like you know like it's a secret sort oh, yeah. of lab lair thing. And you're either, yeah, player versus player or, or co-op going through these trials that are all sort of, yeah, horrific puzzle situations. It looks, that actually it looks good. Sick. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know if it's the kind of thing that I will actually play, but I thought it was a really creative, um, yeah, really creative trailer. This sounds like something that would maybe be great to do for like a video to put up on YouTube or something. Yes. Little little yeah. horror yeah. co-op escape room thing sounds great yeah the other couple that were in that little section are dorf romantic which i think we talked about not that long ago it's a city yeah. builder yeah and, uh, warhammer 40k dark tide um, yeah which is the 40k rem- version of vermin tide right so, which right, is right, like right. left for dead yeah remain unconvinced by any games workshop related video game unless it's right. proven to be good um they all just have that real budget flavor to them for for some reason except for the total war ones right well and let if you uh, i guess not a budget flavor but 
this uh, there was like sort of a I believe this is an indie game, Friends v Friends, Friends versus Friends, mm-hmm. uh, yep. which had like a kind of cool looking cartoony trailer, and then seemed to be like a competitive neon white. To me, yeah, got, like, yeah. it's like a shooter with cards down the bottom that seem to be abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a cool style. Um, it's hard to tell if it's like an online thing or if there's like a bits in this trailer are from a campaign. That's true. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. And, you know, whichever line of that it, it lands on is completely determines whether or not I would be <laughs> interested in playing it. Because if yeah. it's a campaign, I'd be I'd be into this. Um, but if it's if it's online, it I mean it does. It looks pretty curated. These kind of do mm. look like lev- like kind of, you know, pretty linear levels that you're yeah. going through. I suppose the only reason um, I've assumed that it was just competitive multiplayer is the name is Friends versus Friends. The title yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, cell shaded um, art style, kind of, yeah, very over the top, lots of bright colours, uh, but I'm very much on the same page as you, Tommy. If it's, yeah, if it's it looks, a uh, campaign. It looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, this next one, I did not know was already a game, but it has the most un- unmemorable title that has been yeah. mixed and mishmashed and remixed over the past, like... Five years, but this is a this is like a reboot slash re remake. I think yeah, right. like a reboot of uh, Lords of the Fallen, which yeah. is now called The Lords of the Fallen. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember this game <laughs> because Fast it was an early Furious. <laughs> it was one of the earlier um, Souls like kind of games, and it was an right. early free on uh, Xbox Live Gold game. So I ended up playing a bit of it. Okay, and um, I. Uh, yeah, talk about being unmemorable. I could barely tell you a goddamn thing about it now. You barely um, know her. Huh? <laughs> you barely know her. So oh, you, I get it. That's clever. Is what, is what, you, yeah. is what you're trying to yeah. say. Barely no, tell you a thing fun. about her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a CGI sort of generic pretty, kind of pretty fantasy, gothic fantasy stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, what was the one just before we took Atlas Fallen and the Lords of the Fallen in the same? I know, like right? These fucking these names are getting worse. Jesus yep. Christ! Uh, I don't think video game names are getting that bad, Tommy. Let's talk about Word Song. <laughs> w Y R D Song. Uh, this is another uh, no gameplay trailer as well. So you know, who knows what the fuck it is? Mm. Some kind yeah. of RPG. They list uh, from a bunch of the people who brought you. Fallout and Dragon Age and stuff from a bunch of developers who've been working for a while, but some fucking thing called Word Song. Yeah, this bad name, environment and character design that looks like it could just be from yeah a million a million other things. Right, it all looks yep. like you know uh, the 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 Lords of the Fallen one too is like talented uni student making their final movie for an animation course. Yep, sure, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. A couple of other quick ones as well that I think there's not too much to say about maybe, but uh, please please jump in if you want to talk about Moving Out 2. Didn't play or... the first one. No. Yeah. It's a... Meant to, though. Heard it, heard it was good. Like right. cooking cool. whatever, right? What's that one called? Cook, yeah. Cook, cook. What's the cook one Overcooked. called? Overcooked. Overcooked. <laughs> um, um, I watched the trailer for Tortuga, and I am very into it. It's... Uh, yeah. I used to love fucking uh, Sid Meier's Pirates, and uh, right. this look basically looks like that. I mean, it looks a little bit dated graphically, but if it's 
you know, managing your ship, sailing around and fucking doing... If it's pirate management sim, then I'm all in. And it, and yeah, I, I thought it looked cool. That's the problem with a pirate. You can't manage them. <laughs> it had the best... Um, title reveal of any of them because you've got this pirate guy telling you about you know pirate stuff and oh here we mm-hmm. are in pirate land and then he goes welcome to tortuga <laughs> and says it so big with this like brian blessed fucking voice yes uh under the waves and where winds meet i barely even remember these oh where, where winds meet looks great uh that is the chinese mythology history themed melee game this looked like chinese ghost of tsushima essentially Um, yes that's right bit of of wall running chucked in there as well so it's like kind of like a wuxia you know kung fu style uh i i thought this looked sick and like yeah the, the aesthetic was cool i'd never heard of it before though no, and it reminded me of uh the what was that game called that the people who made neo are making next uh, uh, oh, you remember? Because I think that was kind of like Chinese mythology history combination. Yes, with the idea for their next one too. Yes. Um, fuck, I can't remember what it was called. It's um, got like I think it was named after like a character or something. Was right. Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. Right, 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 right. Oh, and there's also so, um, what's it called? Wukong. Which again is Chinese mythology. It's made by a Chinese developer as well, and that is like a Chinese mythology Dark Souls game. So right, which is what this kind of looks like, and what the Neo one sort of looks like. So mm, mm. it's a regular Pinocchio sense over here. It really is. <laughs> Ch- China, China's big. What can I say? Hey, I I don't know jack shit about it other than geography. China's big. <laughs> China's I don't know what big, the kids big. are into, but China's big. Uh, they they it's wish big, it was Gary. a little bigger too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Under the Waves was like a little submarine game, as you can fucking imagine. Oh, Under the Waves is the Quantic Dream one. Yes, yeah, right. Uh, That's okay. their next, um, you know, life aquatic story. Yep, based game. Yeah. Na- narrative driven Subnautica. I am uh, is basically what I assume. Yes, Park Beyond, Phantom Hellcat, and the Finals. Any memory of those? I think Park, Park Beyond, Beyond is like is... a roller coaster tycoony thing. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah, simulator yeah. kind of thing. Phantom um, Hellcat is some sort of side-scrolling-y kind of action-y looking game. Kind of a bit similar to, um, it looks like, ah, uh, oh boy, Sifu or something, maybe a tiny bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yep. kind of combat. And you got the finals, which is... Oh, yeah. I've seen, I think I've seen ads for this. Uh, I don't really understand what it is except for some kind of first-person shooter. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, some, me either. some fucking thing. Steam playtest starts out soon is the only information I could glean from that trailer. Okay. Um, another then, uh, another space game in everywhere. A lot of yep. space games. This trailer, just a lot of people chatting about it, yeah. showing off some <laughs> concept art. This okay. really seems... Um, I Yeah. They they don't know what this is yet, so see you later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look forward to playing this when I'm fifty. Yeah, I hope you make half a billion dollars on your fucking scam Kickstarter. <laughs> yep. Not that they're doing um, that, but anyway. Callisto Protocol got some more gameplay. Looks fucking a hell of a lot like Dead Space. You got a gravity gun, throw people into meat grinders. Yep, still looks good. Still yeah. doesn't look looks any great. any different, really. Um. 
Bring it out soon, please. Yeah. Oh, okay. December 2nd would be my preference. Hey, guess what? Um, yeah. We're doing it. Lock it in. Whoa. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're most welcome. I Merry can't Christmas. believe the developers of the Callisto Protocol just took my... Se- I just picked a random date. Yeah. And they're speaking <laughs> through me. So that's kind of <laughs> the more crazy thing. Um, but yeah, that looks cool. Uh, what I'm not interested in is Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game. No, it's from the people who made the Friday the 13th thing. I think it is another of these sort of multiplayer horror, there's a monster after you, you guys team up type of games. Yep. Has a sense of humour that I think doesn't match with ours. Yep. Uh, similar to, Bizarre, just to yeah. skip forward a couple, uh, but because it's relevant, similar to High on Life in my opinion. Man, I uh, I think we were all kind of interested in this previously, mm. um, but yeah, I gave this trailer a watch earlier and... Uh, it looks annoying. The yeah. it's basically Morty <laughs> voice is the gun, and the gun comments on everything you do constantly. They show off I... a boss battle in this, and yeah, it's just like it's uh, yeah, really annoying. Quipping, quipping heaps. Cannot imagine playing the entirety of this. Yeah, because like yeah, in a thirty-minute Rick and Morty episode or twenty minutes or whatever they are, I find those quite funny. I mm-hmm. think that's a pretty good show. There is nothing worse than the half-assed comedy of Justin Roiland babbling on about something and thinking it's funny to just do a little pause in between every second word, being uncurated and just all bloated in there because they have so many hours of gameplay yeah. to fill. Yeah. When he's gotten into the booth and been given free reign and they've used all of it. Yeah. Um, I, I agree, but I yeah, I, I played and loved their um this company's other game, the one that's on VR called Trover Saves the Universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's the you know that's the same thing that's him doing all the voices in it and everything. And I loved that game. I thought me- mechanically it felt really good to play. Um, I liked being in a world that was a bit um, it was very cartoony and very silly in sort of a way that was kind of reminded me a bit of like a rareware Conker's Bad Fur Day kind of thing, which doesn't really get made all that much mm. these days. So I'm I'm going to try and keep an open mind with this one. But yeah. Right. I, I really do think with that kind of style, like less is definitely more. So it's a bit, a little bit concerning, but yes. I still just based on loving the other game they've made. Like they do, they have made one other really good game in my opinion. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm hoping that this is good. I'm hoping they just and picked a bit where there's mm. more chatter in it than the rest of it. May, exactly. Maybe they're, they're, they've picked this bit because they've only got three minutes for a trailer and they want to dram everything in there but even in this it felt like each of the voice actors here was running out of things to say and you can hear the director going just uh do a bit more like that and so the guy's like just oh mention yeah i'll fucking cut you yeah, fucking not yeah 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 i don't know i i like yeah maybe it, it's a bad trailer um because like i don't know visually I, I do like the design um I, I think this is probably a wait and see for me yep. uh yep moonbreaker i had a little look at as well interesting style uh, this is like a yeah turn-based strategy game. Um, the pe- mm. they kind of look like little miniature pieces that then animate when they're doing combaty stuff. Uh, and yeah, yeah all the world building. Guys. Yeah, yeah, the world building is by Brand- Brandon Sanderson, a uh, like the current you know big fantasy novelist guy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> they showed a cool kind of you you paint all of these models as well. I assume you can like auto paint cool. them, but you can go in there. And that was a fun part of um, 
last call BBS that I kind of enjoyed doing was they had like a little Gundam painter model thing. That's right. Yeah. That could be kind of fun. Uh, it looks like sort of, a, yeah, like an XCOM kind of a game. Mm. Um, and it's made by the people who did Subnautica, which I've only played a little bit of, was, but was cool. So yeah, this could be yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a neat concept. And... Uh, they had a and Pokemon car. They had <laughs> oh, a Pokemon yeah, the Pokemon car. car. <laughs> this is taking the piss, honestly. Like, they talked about it for ages, too, and he's like <laughs> asking questions like, what made you think of doing a Pokemon car? He's like, well, we teamed up with Pokemon. <laughs> and, then there's a, and then there's a trailer for the car, not just having it on the stage, but like a, yeah. a cut-together, edited thing of a bunch of, bunch of pals driving around <laughs> in the Pokemon car. It looks like a little Bulbasaur. Yep. If you, I, if you, I think it looks would, cool. Honestly, I, I'm into the Pokemon car. If you were going on a date with someone, right, like a first date, they're doing a traditional mm. American "I'll pick you up at eight type of thing, mm-hmm. and they show up yep. and beep the horn at you, goes Boba, Bobata. <laughs> yeah. Oh, panties dropped immediately. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to say. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, cool, but honestly, just fucking. Just blow us up already, you know? Like <laughs> It is a very funny response to like... It's like... <laughs> I'm sure there was a section somewhere in the show floor of this place of like... I think they even had something where they were like, this is the world's first net zero carbon emission uh, games uh, showcase. Like, I remember right. the lady who wasn't Jeff Keighley saying something like this... Uh, you know, obviously we're in Germany, but flying here and whatever we've done, it's a net zero emissions gaming thing. Buy a Pokemon car! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. A few other things. Uh, three last ones. Yeah. Yeah. Stranded Alien Dawn is, it looks like a, not an RTS, but like a city builder on a, on yep. an alien planet. Um, mostly CG, but then just like literally three seconds, I think, of gameplay footage at the end there. Right. Um, Hard Space Scar- Shipbreaker is is out. I feel like already. I yeah, I think it must be an early access thing. Right, um, right. Because I've heard positive things about this and that it's quite fun. It's like a first person sort of. Um, you're salvaging a uh, derelict spaceship and breaking it apart. Right. Um, and it seems really appealing. I, I haven't tried mm. it, but that's like releasing, releasing soon. And I think maybe on Game Pass. Yes, it I is. I think that's cool. that's where the, the early access thing is. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that makes cool. sense. And Scars Above was the other space game that looked like a generic space game. And unfortunately, yeah. yep. to stand out this year, you had to be one of the first Pinocchio games presented <laughs> yeah i don't know it it's sort of like non-roguelike returnal right that's yep. it that's that's it unfortunately yeah already too, too, yeah too many games have come out that are similar but maybe it's good it could be good looking I, forward to it's impossible Pinocchio to tell it's mm. so buried in, yeah. in in the muck yeah yeah a lot of shit in there um you know Probably to the detriment of some of the things featured, as we're talking about. Yeah. But uh, that is Gamescom, baby. That is a fucking big old arse load of games. For, yeah, for, for something I didn't really know 
about <laughs> or remember, I guess. I'm sure it's been on in previous years. Some right. good games in there. And, uh, yeah, apologies to every game that isn't Lies of P because that's the one that is going to stick in my brain. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was like uh, 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 it's this trickle that we're getting of new games being announced throughout the rest of the year is, is still weird to me. I'm not sure if I prefer it to like the big glut at E3, but mm. it is kind of cool to know that like as well, Jeff Keighley was talking about how they've got a date for the game awards. I think it's the 8th of December. And so there'll yes. be more stuff there and they'll like race through the awards as quickly as they can. So they can get some more sponsor time out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best game of the year was got a war. I'll see you later. And <laughs> But uh, I, I look forward to that as well. That it's it's kind of cool to have, like the summer games fest thing, and yeah. then this, and then the game awards, and have it all kind of spread out. Yeah, if it works for butter. Yeah. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I have a bit of a dilemma. Uh, ben and I have been playing a game this week that we've been uh, really enjoying and uh, want to talk about. But we've gone long here and we got a bit held up before we started recording and I'm now running late to a birthday dinner with my parents. I'm running late Um, to a stand-up comedy show I need to perform as well. So, look, let's give very broad, quick... uh, Because also, you haven't been able to play this, Adam, because it's on the... Yeah, you're in Edinburgh and it's on consoles that you don't have access to. Maybe by next week you will have gotten to spend maybe a couple of hours with it by the time you get back. Possibly. Possibly. What is it? Yeah. Uh, Rollerdrome. Oh um, yeah. Maybe is this okay with you, Ben? We'll just give very brief yeah. now and go a bit more in depth next week. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're, we're like what about a third of the way through the game potentially. It is a yeah. uh, action combat Tony Hawk, but you're a roller skater. It's um yeah, the sort of sort of uh, rollerball running man uh, post apocalyptic or dystopian society where this is a death sport you participate in. And honestly, yeah, the mechanics are basically like Tony Hawk, but you can go into slow-mo and shoot while you're in the air. And I, I'm loving it. Aesthetically, it's great. I, Music's yeah. good. It feels yeah, so good to cool. play. It has like that flow Mechanically, state. Mechanically, it's awesome. Yeah. From the uh, trailers, it kind of looked cool, but also like it potentially could have been too good to be true. Mm. I kind of was interested to see how these elements all came together and they've done such a good job in making these very like kind of different different elements and different sort of styles of game mesh together really well. So like like we were saying up the top of the show, a lot of people kind of, you know, wait on our opinions. We'll go a bit more in depth on it next week. For sure. Um, but for now, if you're, if you've been, if you've been wondering about it, uh, yeah, short story get it it's great i'm i don't really have anything negative to say about it. it's really fun you've convinced yeah. me um and yeah i think you know there's a few patron reviews but uh if you are a patron and you want to add your voice to the reviews of rollerdrome for next week get them in you've got another seven days and we'll talk about it more then See yeah yeah but until then uh thank you for joining us everyone filthycasuals.com.au for the uh, everything that we do, including links to the Patreon, you can get on there, support the show, get a bonus episode every week where we talk about movies, TV shows, uh, all the things that we're into culture-wise that aren't video games. Uh, we've got the YouTube channel we mentioned earlier, the Splatoon. Uh, early hands-on is up there now. We're also playing through the quarry week by week. Uh, that is, yeah, that's going up. There's tons and tons of videos on there, so get on there and check that out. Uh, YouTube boys are back doing... Are you talking to me? Yes. You're talking House of the Dragon every week. Which it's is good. Started up again on home box office. It's a good goddamn show so far, and uh, 
and so is the television program. Uh, Aria talking to me. Look it up on your podcast apps. Give it a subscribe. Nice. Check all that stuff out. Guys, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Uh, off weird as that video games. <laughs> Look at that year three German coming back. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.